Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to Brick and Mortar Visibility for Studio Owners. How are you, Rebel Women? We are going to dive right in to a stellar guest today. If you have run Facebook ads in any capacity, you know that they are not an easy thing to navigate. And sometimes we need an expert. Well, I have my expert and she is on the show today. Michelle Fernandez is a Facebook ads manager and she is an expert in her field. She helps brick and mortar. She helps the online people. She knows her stuff. So we are going to talk all things Facebook ads. If you want to know more, I invite you to check out her podcast, The Traffic and Conversions Show. And that's going to be linked in the bio as well as her contact information if you want more information about working with her. So without further ado, let's get real. Hey there, studio owner. You've put your blood, sweat, and tears into creating a brick and mortar business that serves your clients and impacts the community you love. You are my hero. And I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk like besties do because I get it. I've had my studio business for over 12 years, a handful of kids, and a few passion projects that I love, like this one. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, your visibility coach for the studio owner who wants more stellar clients coming through their doors, more bank in their bank account, and more time to hang out and be completely present with those they love most. In this podcast, we're going to share the nitty gritty of running a successful studio business, sharing stories, talking strategy, and learning practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create your epic life every single day. So if you're a dance studio, yoga studio, Pilates studio, or a fitness boutique studio, you are in the right place. Add some kiddos into the mix and maybe a life partner. And I call you a rebel woman. Ready to dive in? Let's get real. Michelle Fernandez, welcome to the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. It is so great to see your beautiful face. Oh, thank you. I am excited for today. So thank you for having me on. Yes, I am so excited. This is timed out perfectly because this is right before the student rush for studio owners to um, enroll new students, enroll new clients. So if your fitness boutique studio, dance studio, yoga studio, fall is that time when people start to really reignite their health, like go, okay, we're going to get back in the routine. The school year starts again. So um, routine is huge there too. And you are going to talk all about the importance, the effect the amazement of Facebook ads and what we should be doing with that. So before we dive into that fun stuff, Michelle, please introduce yourself, tell people who you are, what you do and who you serve. Yeah. So I am Michelle Fernandez and I own a marketing boutique, a boutique marketing agency, I should say, um, where we're all about running Facebook ads as well as building out sales funnels. Um, so people can get even higher conversions. So it's all about how we amplify your content and really get you out there and be known, get them to know who you are, what you're about, and then just get people to buy from you over and over and over again. So I Mm -hmm. love what I do. (laughs) I love what I do because, and I tell people this all the time, And I think that I'm a little crazy because I'm all into like numbers and all that kind of stuff. But I really look at things as like, it's more than just helping the one person, right? Especially like in in your business, right? Your, like your studio, it's more than that. It's all the people that come to your studio and then how it affects, like we were just talking about like how, like you're a superstar with five-year-olds, but then you're making such an impact on these young people's lives as they grow up, right? And then they influence other people. It's just this whole ripple effect that comes along. And that really just lights me up with all this stuff. I love that. 
Cause that is, that's a great way to think about it. And a bigger way to think about it of how, yes. how your little, not little role, but you know what, that small yes. little piece of you is impacting so many people, so many people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yes. Love it. Love it. Love it. And, uh, tell just people a little bit who you are personally. Okay. So I am, do I have to say my age? No, but you, as she, <laughs> okay. you guys, you would never guess her age. So let's just leave it at that. You would okay, never yes. guess her age. So I am, my husband, we've been married for 27 ish years and he is now just became the fire marshal of a local fire department here. And we have twins. So they're 23 graduated college off into their own amazing jobs, right? Living in different cities. So we're technically empty nesters. My mother-in-law lives at home with us and it's just great. And what we do, we live here in Miami. So Cool times in the afternoon of summer is like a non-negotiable. Okay. Love, <laughs> love and life, right? That's Good what we get you. into business owners, right? To do the things that we love to do. Good for you. Good for you. And I met Michelle, everybody. Um, I have known of Michelle for many years. One of my first business coaches is Michelle's best friend. And then we, <laughs> I ended up working with another business coach. So we've, we've been kind of interweaved for the mm-hmm. past few years. So it's been fun to, and now to have you on the podcast, which is kind of surreal for me. I so know. very fun, very fun. Okay. Let's dive in. So how can a business set themselves up to dominate their local market? All right. So, you know, that answer is going to be a Facebook ads. <laughs> okay. See, I disagree. Okay. <laughs> I know. We do this all the time. And, and this is the thing. This is the thing. And I say this because I'm not saying that's the only thing that you need. Okay. Mm -hmm, I do mm -hmm. think that what you do and and when we've talked about like the results that you got is like, not a lot of people have your level of knowledge, but here's the thing, what I look at, and we could talk a little bit more about this in a minute is that most people think like, okay, I need to, you know, be on Google ads, right? People are searching for me. But what I love about Facebook ads is that those are people who are searching for something. So if for whatever reason I come and you're not at the top of the feed or I've never heard of you, it's going to be like, "Mm, I'm going to go with the one that I know best. Right. So for example, the other day I was like, Oh, I'm looking for Pilates in the area. Right. And what pops up is like this club Pilates, right. These like, uh, what do you call it? Chains. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not really the local mom and pop did not come up, (laughs) but with Facebook ads, you can actually put your ad or your business in front of people who are not searching for you and who don't know who you are. And then that's the beauty of it because then what happens is that what I call like this two prong effect, right? So 30% is lead gen where you're trying to generate leads and build your email list and 70% is brand awareness. So what happens is that you start creating this consistent action that creates this compound effect that really becomes more powerful because you're placing your ad in front of someone who doesn't know who you are. So if I'm then searching for Pilates or all of a sudden I'm like, Hey, you know what? I really want to go to Pilates. And I've been seeing this local business that's down the street and they're so cool. Like I've, I've seen like inside their studio, I've seen all these other things. I'd much rather go there because they are me part of my community than some chain store. So the goal is to make people think of you and really just dominate your market. So everyone knows who you are. And like I said, even if they're not in need of your, or in the market for your services right now, they'll know who you are. And when they are, they'll do it. Or when they think of you or they're at a party or something and someone says, Hey, I'm, I'm thinking about doing Pilates. Then they'll be like, Oh, you should go check out this place. Mm -hmm, Right. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that's the cool thing about it. I love that with a brand awareness, because that is so much, we've been taught that 14, you need 14 impressions, but that's so much more now with social media and everything. And it really is so much of this is subliminal. 
and mm-hmm. how, how we're seen and what we're seeing. So when you're scrolling and when things pop up and then, oh, you're driving down the street and oh gosh, the employee is, is at the grocery store and she's wearing a ball cap and it's logoed up and you're like, oh my gosh, I see them everywhere. Exactly. Well, you need to be exactly. doing that with a, with Facebook ads too. Then. All right. and, and it's funny that you say that because that's exactly right. I mean, how many times have I been driving around and be like, hey, that's the place, right? So even with the content you're creating and this brand awareness, it's like you were just mentioning videos, which got me to think. So it's like, how cool would it be if you're showing like behind the scenes or you're showing like meet the instructors, right? Or you're showing even what you're doing within the community. Then people are really like, wow, like I live here too. And you're doing something to make my my community even better, right? So whether you're hosting an event or you're sponsoring, I don't know, a run, giving toys for tots, anything like that as you're producing or as you're doing things as you do as a business owner and giving back, you need to just be reflecting that. And those are the things that are bringing brand awareness because a lot of people say, what do I do for brand awareness? Like, you know, how, how do I get that out there? And that's just a couple of the things that is easy for you to do because you're already doing it. So it's just mm-hmm. all about documenting it. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love that. I'm so, so about that as I'm wearing my ball cap. All right. So why do you think business owners tend to rely on organic marketing versus investing in Facebook ads? Well, because a lot of people just think, oh, well, I could just do word of mouth, right? So it's either they don't know what they're doing. Yeah. So they're like, right? Because let's just be real. I'm let's not be trying real. to hide that. Can we just be real? <laughs> Facebook ads is not always an easy thing. Because I've worked with Michelle and she's like <laughs> gone down on the remedial track for me because I'm like, okay, Michelle, we're going to back it up. I know you have a tutorial, but let's back it up further. Yeah. Exactly. It's not easy. It's yes. not. It's not easy. And it is if you're open, you know, to, for the patients to do it. Yeah. Not a lot of people have the resources to hire it out, which I totally understand. And especially at local businesses, mm-hmm. really the amount of money that you should be investing in marketing, depending on how you're, you know, what kind of city that you live in and your, your local audience, you'll probably spend way more and hiring an agency than if you were just to run it on your own. So it becomes that, right? So then they're like, I'll just stick to Google or I'll just stick to word of mouth and have all these different things. But like I was saying earlier, Facebook is still one of the best ways to get mm-hmm. in front of your targeted audience, mm-hmm. right? So It's something to consider having as your marketing strategy, you know, and even with the audiences that targeting is really on point, it comes back to getting you in front of the audience to let them know that you exist and really develop that brand awareness, build that trust and credibility with long-term results. And that's really what you're in. You're, You're in it for the long haul. And that is very, very powerful, right? And it really just brings a huge return, which is great for developing relationships in the local community and really just let kind of like let people know who you are. And then coming back to what we were just saying, like, hey, I keep seeing you you all over Facebook, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there are so many things that when we're talking about this and one of my clients, she's like, a she's a a float spa. Have you ever been to that? I've not been to one, but I I know of them. Yes. Right. So when we're talking about that and we're, and we're looking at like, okay, why is this so important for us to do is because we really need to be thinking more about like our profits, right. And really as a marketing strategy is all. So we're thinking more about like resells. We're thinking more about upsells or referrals as part of our whole strategy. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's something to keep in mind as well. Yes. Um, And I want to just 
let everybody know it can be taught because I have learned yes. and it's not, I mean, once you get the, once you get the lingo, you're like, okay, you know, but you do have to take, you have to set aside the time as with anything, if you're going to do it well and new business owners are doing things well, you're here to learn and want to learn and grow your business. So you're going to do it. And as Stacy says, um, Stacy, my coach, uh, she would say you, you pay for it either way, whether it's your time or money. So, exactly. um, so you do it. And I have done just even what you suggested a video view ad, which we're going to talk about and have gotten results right away. And it's so fun when I ask everybody who walks in the studio, who I don't recognize, how did you hear of us? And mm-hmm. I saw a Facebook ad and yes. it popped up and I thought, well, we'll, we'll come and check it out. And it's good to see the return on investment there right away quickly. Yes. And, and that's the other part of it. Yes, for sure. All right. Can we talk about like simple ways that people can get started with Facebook ads? So when we're talking about getting like some of the lead gen coming in, the video view ads are really great for brand awareness. And they can also be used to generate leads, right? So depending on the size of your team and what you have the bandwidth to do, you can also be putting some sort of call to action, like asking them to comment in, right? Or something like that. What did you, you know, what did you like most? Or are your children starting? Or what are they doing this summer? Or what are they looking most forward to for anything, right? To kind of create this connection. I always say it like opening up the conversation, Mm -hmm. right? There's also other ads that you can be running that are right there on the platform now. And this is like super popular, what they call lead gen ads. Okay. So if if you've ever seen them, it says like a form on Facebook. So what happens is, is it actually stays all on the Facebook platform or Instagram platform where you don't need to have a separate landing page funnel. You can actually gather their name, email, phone number right there. And then you or your team, you can either have something set up as an email or you can actually have your team reach out to them, text them, call them, whatever you need to do. So this is great when you offer any type of special you could be like, hey, we're, we're doing a week free, claim your week free now, blah, blah, blah. And then you reach out to them saying someone from our team is going to reach out to you to schedule your week, right? Mm-hmm. You can also have a button where maybe they book the week or the service or whatever you're doing right there on the form. So those are a couple of different ways that you can get them going. How are the results there with your clients? Again, we are talking about the tracking. So that Mm -hmm. is something that you must do. You have to be tracking everything because since you're a local business, a lot of stuff is offline, meaning that you're not gathering this information electronically. So you will need to ask the people as they come in, Hey, how did you hear about us? What brought you in today? Like just simple questions like that. And then have it somewhere where your team can document or check a box, you know, make it Mm -hmm. that simple. And then you're able to measure that, but they are getting a lot of good results with it, especially with reaching out to them. Cause a lot of services, they, they have questions at these types of things or they want to ask questions like how many kids are in the class? How many of this, you know, they're asking more things versus just clicking a button and book. Mm -hmm. So by you opening up the conversation, Mm -hmm. it makes them feel comfortable. Like, Hey, someone's going to reach out to me. I'll just ask them, you know? Mm -hmm. So we all think about getting Facebook ads for clients, for new clients and things like that. But just in the back of my mind, as we were talking, I was like, I could use this for getting teachers and staff. Oh, for sure. Like I'm like, that would make more use of my my money versus maybe doing something else. I'm so glad that you said that because I did this with a client kind of when I first started, she was like, can I get 
employees or whatever team members. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So not only are you running like what you're doing, you this will not only want people to come and use your services, but they're going to want to work for you because they're mm-hmm. seeing all the cool and fun stuff that you're doing. Mm-hmm. And then you can always retarget, put something back like, hey, if, if you're a dance teacher and you're looking for a new place, we're hiring. Mm-hmm. And you can actually target all the people that have watched those videos or who have taken a certain action and get right back in front of them, which is mm-hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. And even speaking to that point, when you were talking about bringing in new customers, like I started to talk before about getting some resells, upsells, referrals, like that type of thing. I had a client where she had her list and she was sending out weekly emails as most people do. And I said, you know what, let's go ahead and just run this only to the people on your list and promote whatever she was promoting. And what happened was she got an 80% increase of return customers from that have been on her list since 2018. Mm -hmm. So think about that. These people have been on and they haven't been back to use the service until they saw the ad. So Mm -hmm. then they were like, oh, wow. I haven't been back in a while. I love doing this. Let me come back in. So she's like, oh, as she's tracking, like who's coming back. So not only did they come back for one service, she was able to then sell them the membership or sell them the group of, you know, the package. And then she was also increasing her first time customers by 90% doing ads. Hmm. So it's like when, when you were like, should I do Google? Should I do this? And I'm in combination, like this is going to like blow up, right? Okay. So it's, it's amazing what you can do. Yes. All right. I know some people are going to say, what should I budget for ads per month? If I'm doing it myself, what should I budget? And and that's kind of an open-ended question, right? Like there's no right answer. And And somebody asked me this the other day, because they were like, if I'm a million dollar spa, like I'm a seven figure spa. So would I be spending the same amount of money as marketing as maybe somebody who's a half a million or whatever. And I really say is it depends on your area, because when you're a local business, you need to know like how far are people going to travel to Mm. get to your location? Right. Mm -hmm. And then from there, you can figure out, okay, what is my pool of people? What is my audience size going to be? Right. Is it a 30 mile radius or is it a five mile radius? And then do you live in a city like me, Miami, where there's a ton of people in five miles? Or are you living in a smaller community where there's not as many people? So these are all kinds of things. And even to what I was saying from before, what your budget is versus do you hire it out and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you can even start with something at five, $10 a day, and that could be enough for some businesses and then really looking to what you want to do. So do you just want to do the brand awareness or do you want to go ahead and start building your list and getting some people on there? So it's something that you would have to play with because if you put your budget too big and your audience is too small, your costs are going to go up because the same people are going to be seeing the ad over and over and maybe not taking that action. So it's all just kind of monitoring it and making sure you're within the, the right budget, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So as you're saying, for people who don't understand, so the larger the audience, the more money you're going to have to spend. Okay. So right. what, and so you're going to put in a dollar amount of like five, 10, 20, $500 and over the course of time. So you do the dollar amount and then the course of time, and that influences how many people it's estimated to reach. Right. 
-hmm. And then that's, that will determine right there. Okay, shoot. I need to invest more money because I don't get my demographic. I'm only going five mile radius and I really could go a 30 mile radius because people are driving that far to come and see me. So, okay. And then exactly. And then how long you run that ad. Right. And then you also have to look at it. Remember I said it was two prongs. So one is brand awareness and the other is lead generation or possibly sales, right? Where I call it more conversions. So it's like, okay, are you running any specials? Do you have any giveaways going on or anything like that? Is enrollment coming up soon? So you want to kind of build up that anticipation. And then it's like, okay, now enrollment's open. Like, And then you maybe put some more money, but it's for a shorter period of time. Mm -hmm. Because whenever you're running anything that's conversion wise, it's going to be more expensive than a, you know, video view because video views usually cost a penny per view. Sometimes like this morning I checked the client, it was like 0.004 per view. So it all just depends, but a conversion could cost you like a lead or a sale could cost you a dollar. It could cost you $15. So that all depends on what kind of promotions you have going on too. Can you talk just a little bit about tracking? That's the secret sauce of it all. And what we should be tracking. Um, you could go really in depth, I'm sure. But what are some highlight, high view things that we should be looking at? Okay. So first, you definitely need to have a clear understanding of what your goals are, right? So once you know your goals, you'll know for sure what you're going to be able to track. So are you looking for leads? Are you looking for sales? Are you looking for brand awareness? So when it comes to video views, what you want to be seeing on there is you want to be tracking how long somebody is watching the video. The longer they watch, the more invested that they are, right? The more qualified customer that they are. Okay. Okay. So you'll see in ads manager, it'll say what they're tracking through play. So that's like the standard tracking that's 15 seconds, anything longer. You'll see they'll have columns that'll say like 25%, 50%, 75%, 90 and hundred, I think it is. So then, then you'll be able to track to see, and then you'll know like, oh my gosh, after 15 seconds or after three seconds, cause they do give you three and 10, you're like, oh, everybody's just scrolling. So then it gives you the idea of like, oh, I need to do something that is, that captures their attention and keeps their attention. Okay. So that's for video views. Then anything that you're creating for a conversion, so a leader, a sale, the things that you want to be looking at is how many link clicks you're getting and then how many leads you're actually, or sales you're actually getting. And that could even be booking a call, right? Or booking an appointment. So that from those two numbers, you'll be able to get the landing page conversion. So you um, divide the number of results by the number of link clicks, and you want that to be at least 25%. And what that's going to tell you, if it's less than 25%, you are getting the clicks because the role of the ad is to get the click. So a lot of people think, oh, my ads aren't working because I'm not getting any sales. But when you look at the numbers... The ad is doing its job of getting the click, but once they land on that page, they're not taking the action that you want them to take. So then that's really on the back end, right? So then you need to actually look at that page and say, okay, are they getting there, getting distracted because you're sending them to the website and there's all these tabs or whatever going on? Or is it, you know, the headline on the page is, is it the message that it's saying? Is it really telling them what to do and getting them to take the action? The other thing in ads manager for conversion is you want to be looking at the CTR link click through rate, and you want that to be 1% or higher. And what that tells you is actually what is, are people clicking? Okay. So if it's under one, then it has to do with either your creative, meaning like your video, your graphic that comes up in the feed, 
or it has to do with your messaging or the audience, meaning that the audience and your messaging are not aligned. Okay. So it's kind of cool because once you know the data and you know what to do with it, like, okay, it's lower than one. I need to look at this. If, if it's the landing page conversion is lower than this, I need to look, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of cool thing. It takes the drama out because you know the data. Mm-hmm. It's very much a, a, a recipe. It's a mm-hmm. recipe to test and try and test and try. And that's where I think... I know I'm guilty of just throwing my hands up and saying, forget it. I'm done. Mm-hmm, cause it, mm-hmm. cause it is, it's a journey of figuring that out a little bit and, um, testing and being patient with it. Yes. Um, so how long do you think people should try like, okay, I'm going to, okay, Michelle, you convinced me I'm going to do an ad. I am going to do a lead conversion ad because I want to get leads. I think I'm going to do a form because that just saves me a little bit of hassle. I'll manually mm-hmm. enter them, blah, blah, blah. How long should I try that? So depending on your budget, (laughs) and the reason I say this is because the lower the budget, the longer it's going to take to reach more and more people, the higher the budget, you're spending more money. So it's going to give you the data faster. So I always say, I even had this conversation with one of my friends, she started the ads and it was a lead gen. And then I'm like, do me a favor. Do not look at it for at least 24 or 48 hours, right? Her budget was a little higher. So I said, 48, don't even go in there and look at it. Of course, she called me like a couple hours later. I'm not getting any leads yet. I'm like, dude, it's been two hours. (laughs) But that happens because we're like, we just put money that we need to give it time. So a couple of the other metrics that you were saying that I look at is the reach. And what the reach is, is how many people have seen it. So if you go back in and you're like, oh, a hundred people saw it and I'm not getting anything. Well, only a hundred people saw it. Like you got to give yourself a chance and for it to do its thing and reach more, more people. So most likely your audiences are kind of probably be like a thousand plus, depending on like we were talking about. So you got to give it more chance to see it. And when you were talking about when we're looking at it and testing, the other number I look at is frequency. So the frequency number means how many times has that the one person that has seen your ad. So once it starts getting to about three, I would look into changing your creative. So meaning that someone has seen your ad three times and hasn't done anything with it. Or if it's a video view, they've seen the video three or four times. So it's just going to be old. They're going to just scroll right through. So you just swap it out with something else that you have going on. Even if it's the same ad copy and you switch it up to a GIF or a video or something like that um, makes a big difference. So many things to think about, um, ways to trial and error and, and do this. You can get overwhelmed really easy. Do you recommend multiple ads at the same time for people? Or do you like for that brick and mortar local person, like doing one at a time running it? Is it or is it just really, you know, based on them? Like um, right now we're enrolling. Okay. And then you can have your Christmas promotion or spring promotion and stuff like that. Do you find that local brick and mortars consistently that, that do really well consistently have a Facebook ad out or yes. is it just yes. on those some, key points? Whether it's brand awareness or lead the lead generation. It's just always, they have something. Campaigns, yes. And then some people I know have both running all the time. Cause it's like, I just want to be put out there, put out there, put out there. And they're seeing their results. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we get hung up with, like I was, like I mentioned, Oh, what if you get a $15 lead or even sometimes a $30 lead? Like people freak out like what? And I'm like, well, wait a minute. How much is your service? 
right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's, it's 200. It's three. Okay. Well, a $30 lead is not that much, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if, it, if you pay $10 lead and it's a $300 service or, and you have to also be thinking of is yes, this is what it costs you to acquire a customer, but then how, like for the dance studio, how much is the tuition mm-hmm. for the year? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So even if I did pay $30 to acquire that customer, now how much is that tuition for the year? And then how many years is this child going to come in and mm-hmm. do dance you know, mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Like mm-hmm. just like me with my son with baseball, like he started in second grade and he finished in high school. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Whatever they paid for that lead got them tons of money. So that just brings it back to like, does paid marketing impact your profits? And absolutely. Totally. Totally. And then again, it's the resales, it's the upsells. So like in dance, it's like, are they going to be on the travel team? Are they going to do this or Mm -hmm. whatever the different things Mm -hmm. you are getting them? And then plus when they have siblings, right. Or they have cousins or Mm -hmm. friends at school. It's like, yeah, come dance with me. We'll have fun with this together. Mm -hmm. All of that comes into play. And even just going back to tracking, you can track all that and you should be tracking how much does it cost to acquire a customer? What is the lifetime value of the customer? Like how much are people buying with you the whole entire time? So you can actually see what a client is worth to you. Because when, once you know all this data, then you know how your ads are working and, and whatever other marketing efforts, are they really worth your money and your time? Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like a lot of people just look at the upfront and then they're like, oh, I don't know if I can mm-hmm. afford to pay, I don't mm-hmm. know, let's just say $500. Mm-hmm. Yet you're getting all this money long-term. Mm-hmm. So you have to think of it as you're in it for the long haul, right? Yeah. This is your business. This is what it takes to grow your business. And that's the key word there. It's a business. And yes. this is the nuts and bolts of business. And this is what sets the really good people, the really great businesses from the average business owner. And as local brick and mortars, y'all, um, my goal for you is that you have a thriving business that you have the time and capacity and the bandwidth to enjoy your life every single day. And you're not having to be in your studio running, teaching, instructing, doing that. And then, oh yeah, doing the Facebook ads and oh yeah, the bookkeeping and, and the payroll and all that stuff, which so many people do and you don't have to. Um, so if we can get more people in your doors and that ripple effect, and if Facebook ads is that for you, what could that be? What could that be like? I know. And I'm just sitting here thinking like, this is something also I think is a big, just for everybody that's doing things on social media is a lot of times we put stuff in our stories, which is cool. Like you're at a dance competition and you're showing what it is, but that goes away in 24 hours. So Mm -hmm. are you saving some of the, the stuff that you're doing or you're recording, especially on your stories? Are you downloading them and then actually putting them in your feed? Mm-hmm. Right. Those can also be things for you to repurpose as an ad. Like, Hey, we, we just went to this competition. Look how much fun the girls had, or look what we won. Like these are all kinds of things. And think about it. If there are other girls, boys, whatever, at other studios, they want to be, they want to compete. They want to win. They want to be with, you know, whatever. Or if they're, they're not into competition, they want to be at a, at a place where they're going to have fun and they Mm -hmm. see what's going on. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you have to look at everything, everything. Yeah. So many things, so many things to look Mm -hmm. at, but please don't be overwhelmed by this. If you want more advice, more tips, more tools, more like help getting this, Michelle, 
has a podcast and I highly recommend it because it's really bite-sized. She comes in and gives us some bite-sized pieces so that we can go, oh, okay. And every time I listen to you, Michelle, I do, I walk away and go, oh, okay, I'll focus on that. And just, just something just to help. And I love that. It's not like a 45 minute thing. It's like a 10, 15 minute max, just like nuts and bolts of this is what you should think about and remember. So Michelle, tell everybody where to find you. Yeah. So my podcast is the traffic and conversion show. Super easy to remember, especially since we talked about conversions today. And then I'm on Instagram at the Michelle Fernandez. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Thank you so much for this science um, breakdown of Facebook ads. <laughs> um, just a lot of things to think about, but so good. And Michelle is just lovely. So I know that if you have any questions or anything like that, I'm sure she would be more than happy to answer yes. some quick questions yes. in the DMs on Instagram. We'll, um, her information will be in the show notes. Check her out. Check out her podcast. And Michelle, thank you so much for being here on the Brick and Mortar yeah, Facebook podcast. Thank you. This was fun. It was super fun. Thank you so much. All right, everybody. We'll see you here. Same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you're still here. You are such a rebel woman. I have to meet you. Come on over to the Rebel Women Tribe on Facebook, created for brick and mortar business owners just like you. In this group, we empower, encourage, and support each other. And every week I come in and share with you a tip, tool, or strategy that I'm learning in my brick and mortar business to help you in yours. And you guys, this is the real stuff, the nitty gritty in real time of what's going on. So come on over to the Rebel Women Tribe on Facebook. I can't wait to meet you.